Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and welcome to the Channel X Thanksgiving Special. While I'm here carving the turkey, I'd like to give a special shout-out to the grandmothers out there who cook the best Thanksgiving dinners. Thank you for all that you do. Before we begin, please remember to subscribe and hit the bell for new episode notifications. And if you enjoy the story, please hit the thumbs up on the video to let us know. While I'm preparing your Thanksgiving dinner, please enjoy tonight's tale. The Carvin Marvin's Marvelous Meat Emporium Thanksgiving Special. Thanksgiving has always been one of my favorite holidays, partly because it's one of the few times during the year that I get to see my grandmother. She always tells the best stories. We all gather around the table and listen to her tales while we wait for Thanksgiving dinner to be served. One story that has always stuck with me was the one about a man from her hometown, who she claimed made the best Thanksgiving turkeys you'd ever taste. When my grandma was a little girl, there was a man who ran a small meat shop in her tiny town. I'm not going to tell you the name of the town, because they don't want to be overrun by tourists, and they don't want to have to share their turkey. My cousins and I have dubbed this story, The Legend of Carvin Marvin. The town's local meat shop was called Carvin Marvin's Marvelous Meat Emporium. And, as you've probably guessed, the proprietor's name was Marvin. The whole town knew Marvin, which wasn't exactly a hard task to accomplish, given the tiny population. Everybody loved Marvin's meats, but they all agreed that the Thanksgiving special was the crown jewel of his business. Everyone in town would wait impatiently for Thanksgiving every year, just to get another taste of Marvin's delicious turkeys. According to Grandma, one week before Thanksgiving every year, the whole town would wake up to a red envelope taped to their front door. Inside of that envelope, they would find an order form for Carvin Marvin's Thanksgiving special. The order form was very simple. It already had the family name and home address at the top, there was just one thing to fill out. A single question. Would you like the Carvin Marvin's Thanksgiving special? It was so simple that you didn't even have to write out your answer. There were two checkboxes. One for yes, one for no. After checking a box, you put the form back in the red envelope and left it on your door to be picked up that night. If you checked the yes box, you would simply include payment in the envelope. The envelopes would all disappear from the town's front doors that night. One week later, on Thanksgiving Day, a fully prepared Marvin's turkey would show up on your doorstep with instructions on how to keep it warm until serving time. I told my grandma that I wished I could try one myself. She agreed but added that Carvin Marvin was already an older man when she was a little girl, so it was unlikely that he would still be alive today. 
This set off my curiosity. When I went home that night, I decided to see if there was anything online about Carvin Marvin and his marvelous meat shop. I knew that I wasn't likely to find info on a small business that closed before the internet even went online, but it was worth a try. If nothing else, sometimes people post on message boards about stuff like that to see if anybody else remembers it. I searched the name of the business, which brought up nothing. Next, I tried searching his name. That brought up a few things, but not what I was looking for. Mostly just websites that mention the name Marvin, but not the full name. Finally, I tried typing in the name of the town along with his name. Bingo. There was a subreddit for their town, and in that subreddit was a thread with his name which was near the top of my search results. My hope turned back into despair as I clicked through, only to find that the post had been removed. So, I searched the sub for his name. Nothing. I knew that if anybody was going to have any information to share, it was going to be someone from this town. And this town's subreddit is the only place I knew of where I could find anybody from this town online. So I decided to make my own post. My post title read, Carvin Marvin's Meat Shop, anybody? And my post's body read, Hey everybody, I'm looking for any information that anyone might have on a meat shop called Carvin Marvin's, or the guy who ran it. Anybody know anything about this? I posted, then went to bed. The next morning, I went to check on my post and see if anybody had replied. And... nothing. But, I noticed I had a direct message. I clicked, opening the chat box. There was a message request from someone named David S. 1953 I accepted the request. The message read, What do you know about Marvin? Curious. He's asking me what I know about Carvin Marvin. I replied, Not much. My grandmother told me about how great his Thanksgiving turkeys were when she was a little girl. I was hoping to find out more about him or his turkeys. I checked back a few times throughout the day to see if he replied. Nothing. Around midnight, I finally received a response. Delete your post and I'll tell you more. Delete my post? Okay. Why did I need to delete my post for him to give me information? Why? I replied. The next day, I went on and checked my post again. The post was gone. I didn't remove it. It was just gone. There was another message notification. It was David S. 1953 again. There was no message, just a link to a website. CarvinMarvins.com 
I stared at it for a minute, thinking, is he serious? There's a website for a small town meat shop that no longer even exists? My curiosity got the best of me. I clicked. All that was there was a black screen with some text saying, see you next year. I went back to the Reddit message and asked, what's that? There's nothing there. He replied, click the text. So I went back to the site. The text didn't look like a link. I clicked it anyway, and a window popped open asking me for my email address, promising to contact me when the site is open again. This looked like it could be shady, so I used an alias throwaway email address that gets forwarded to my real email. After clicking the submit button, the window closed, leaving the message, thank you, on the screen. I went back to reply again to David S1953, but I couldn't. It was like the message was locked. I clicked to his user profile, and it said the user doesn't exist. Cut forward to the following November. Literally one week before Thanksgiving, I received an email from the name Carvin Marvin. At first, I was shocked, but then I remembered that I had given my throwaway email to that website. I clicked to open it. It said, Hello, Stephen. Orders may be placed from 12 a.m. tonight through 1 a.m. tonight, along with a link below it to carvinmarvins.com. I looked at the email for a few seconds. Then, I looked at the time. It was 11.55 p.m. I had to follow this and see what it is. I clicked through immediately. Nothing. A blank screen. I looked at the time again. 11.56 p.m. All right. Maybe I screwed up by going in early. The email said orders could be placed beginning at midnight. I'll just wait a few minutes and try again. When the clock finally reflected 12 a.m., I hit refresh on the browser tab. As if some magical web server just went online, a website appeared. On the screen, a single question asked, Would you like the Carvin Marvin Thanksgiving special? Below it, two checkboxes. Yes and no. Nothing else. I clicked yes to see where it would lead me. The next page asked for payment info. I had to think about this. Did I want to order the Carvin Marvin's Thanksgiving special that my grandma had told us so much about? If Carvin Marvin's really does still exist, and I can get one of his famous turkeys for my grandma for Thanksgiving, I would be the greatest grandson ever. And if I use credit card to pay, and it turns out to be a scam, I can always file a fraud alert to get my money back. I made the decision. My risk-reward assessment told me that it was worth it if this was the real thing. And if it turned out not to be, 
I lose nothing but an hour on the phone filing a fraud claim with my credit card. So, I did it. I entered my payment info. The next page asked if I would like it delivered to my own house or to someone else as a gift. I decided to have it delivered directly to my grandmother's house so she could be surprised when it shows up. After entering delivery info and submitting the order, the screen went black with white text that said thank you. I closed out the tab and went to bed. As Thanksgiving drew nearer, I grew progressively more excited with the prospect of having one of these legendary Carvin Marvin's Thanksgiving turkeys show up on my grandma's doorstep. If this was real, I couldn't wait to try it. Thanksgiving morning, I got a call from my grandmother. She sounded very excited when I answered. She said that a Carvin Marvin's turkey was on her doorstep when she woke up and there was a tag that said it was a gift from me. She asked me how I even got it, as she thought that Marvin was far too old to still be alive. I told her that I found that the business runs online now, and that he must have handed it down to his kids or something. When I arrived at her house, everyone was there, having fun, talking, sitting around, waiting for Thanksgiving dinner to be served. My grandmother was making a big deal to everyone about how I found the legendary Carvin Marvin and ordered one of their turkeys for us. I was happy to be the center of praise for once. At about 4.30pm, my grandmother announced that dinner was ready and that we could all come to the dining room now to eat. As the others began walking into the dining room ahead of me, a strange thing began to happen. I started to hear gasps, followed by silence as each of them entered. I wondered what the heck was going on. I walked faster toward the dining room to find out what was happening. When I reached the table, my view was blocked, so I started trying to stand up higher to look over the others' heads. But I couldn't see anything. I finally decided to work my way in between my relatives to get a look at what they were seeing. As I used my hands to part them and slide in between, I began to fill with dread as I first saw a small glimpse that slowly began to reveal itself, as if I was moving in slow motion. I felt the blood draining from my face as it became more and more apparent what they were looking at. At the far end of the table stood my grandmother, smiling widely, her arms spread apart in a welcoming gesture. She spoke. Thank you, my lovely family, for being here today to celebrate Thanksgiving with me. And thank you, my dear grandson Stephen, for finding this lovely Carvin Marvin's turkey that I never thought I'd see again in my lifetime. You've made this old lady very happy I'm very excited that all of you will be able to finally taste the best Thanksgiving turkey you'll ever have. The rest of us stood silent. Looks of horror dripped from the faces of everyone around me, staring at the table. There, in front of us, in the center of the table, was a very large platter with what appeared to be 
a human body, skinned, basted, and deep fried. Arms and legs folded up underneath it, just like a turkey, held together with heavy twine. The eyeballs bulged out from the sockets, as did the deep fried tongue from its mouth. Oh, where are my manners? I forgot to remove its head. You have to flash fry these things while they're fresh and still alive, you know. With one fluid movement, my grandmother picked up her arm, butcher knife in hand, and sliced right through the neck, the head dropping to the floor, making a loud thud. My little cousins were now screaming in terror. With her head still down, she aimed her eyes up at us and said, Sit down. It's time to eat. Dear, I seem to have nicked myself while carving. The blood is draining quickly. Growing lightheaded. I should say good night before I pass out. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Until next time, enjoy that sweet pumpkin pie.